Hi everyone and welcome to the latest edition of Marketing Week's This Much I Learned podcast. I'm Charlotte Rogers, Insight Editor at Marketing Week and today I'm joined by Abby Comber, CMO at accredited COVID-19 screening service Signpost Diagnostics. Comber has two decades experience in marketing including nearly 17 years at British Airways where she progressed from advertising manager to head of brand and marketing responsible for brand strategy, marketing and customer experience at a global level. A series of interim roles followed before Abby joined department store Debenhams as CMO in January 2020, just two months before the first UK lockdown. Taking on a leadership role at High Street Retailer at the onset of the crisis was a challenge few would relish, but Comba pushed ahead, taking responsibility for the brand and marketing portfolio, including data, CRM, insights and customer service. Abby then led on the £55 million sale of the Debenhams brand to Boohoo, something the fashion e-commerce site described at the time as a transformational deal. Now in her current role, Abby is positioning Signpost as the go-to COVID testing service for airports and big business in the UK. Welcome, Abby. Hi. So starting off at the beginning of the crisis, you joined Debenhams as CMO in January 2020, which was obviously just two months before the first lockdown. What was the experience like coming into the retailer just as the pandemic was beginning to surge? Well, it was a whole new industry for me. So I did have eight weeks of eyes wide open coming into high street fashion. And I was based in the office on Oxford Street. And then, of course, the pandemic was rumoured and it really hit So initially, it was about managing the downturn in footfall, which anybody has to do in any business. But very quickly afterwards, when retail started to lock down, it was a strong pivot to online with a focus on CRM and the the changing needs from the customer. It wasn't the normal seasonal mix. All of a sudden, the casualization of fashion with us all working from home and arguably only dressing from the waist up for our Zoom calls really kicked in. Of course, then kids were at home with the lockdown of schools and they weren't in uniform, but, you know, they were still growing. So lots more um, kids to casual clothing and people took the opportunity whilst they had time at home on furlough to do a lot of home improvement. So, you know, it was it, it was just totally different from even the things that people in retail were used to. But we had to focus still on customer needs um, and they changed week to week as the pandemic really locked down. And then obviously it moved on to lots and lots of store closures even before the sale and making people redundant over Zoom, which I admit was an absolutely heartbreaking experience for me. It sounds like just so many challenges and so many things where you're kind of pivoting to online, like you say, sort of pivoting into customer needs that are so different from anything that would ever have happened you know, before. And not least, you have the challenge of the sale of the brand to Boohoo in January, which was all about the strength of the Debenhams brand. That's what Boohoo were buying. So what was that process like for you? Well, the process itself was managed very discreetly by a very small group of people. Um, That was good because it meant that we could focus on our customers and remaining serving them through the pandemic. It was really important for me and my team to ensure that Debenhams remained one of the UK's leading online fashion and home retailers, because ultimately that's what Boohoo were buying. The brand was 242 years old, can you believe it? And whilst it was very sad to see the job losses and you know the loss of the store from 140 um, high streets across the UK, 
through the pandemic, building on CRM and building our digital presence was absolutely key to Boohoo, making sure that they were buying into something that for their customers, who would be arguably younger than a core Debenhams customer, they could transition their customers through to a new brand. So it was very exciting to be able to keep the brand alive, um, even without the jobs. And yeah, I have to say, I'm very proud of what um, everybody achieved, but especially the team um, that made it very relevant to an online retailer and um, for something that they wanted to buy because they could see that it could continue to serve people who loved fashion and home in the UK and they're doing well. I ordered from them only two days ago and I love the things I have. <laughs> oh, that's great to hear. And, and I suppose, you know, while that would have been such a transformational process to kind of go through that and, 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 and still kind of keep the business going, like you say, so that it's that brand that Boohoo wants to buy into. Obviously, you know, that was a lot to deal with. And, and then you sort of make the decision to take on a new role as CMO at Signpost Diagnostics. And I suppose that's a very different beast. But there must have been opportunities that you saw in the business that just felt like a, a kind of, yeah, just a great next move for you. Yes, it was. And whilst getting into the healthcare sector is very, very different for me, actually, it's no different from coming from travel to retail. It's just one of those great opportunities to learn again and move your learnings into a different industry. The opportunity here at Signpost is that it's a blank sheet of paper. It's a marketeer's dream, really, because I get to build the brand. And the thing that really hooked me in is that the purpose of the company is to guide and empower people to living healthier lives. It's incredibly purpose driven and it has a very strong culture at the heart of it. One of the values here is to believe it's possible. And my goodness, um, we, we turn the impossible into the possible every single day. So, yeah, for me, it was a new industry opportunity to continue my learning and having moved from travel and taken on interim roles for a year and then gone into retail which was so different to where I'd had an established career for 20 years it made me feel that anything was possible and I I simply love the people here they work incredibly hard and whilst it might sound very cliched from the first moment of meeting the CEO here, Christian Corney, um, I really believed that the customer and the colleagues were at the heart of the business and everything they do. Um, there's real good at the heart of this company. And you know what? That makes me feel good. Um, and it's a place that I just want to be every day. That's great to hear. Uh, and, I, and I wonder whether as well, it's quite a unique challenge because marketing the company as a COVID testing company as well, you know, obviously I'm sure there's other things that you do in the diagnostic space, but that is a really important part, obviously, at the moment of what's going on culturally. And there's so many changing rules and increasing demands. And I wonder how you deal with that, the changing landscape all the time, but also how you sort of stand out and create a, a trusted brand that both businesses and actually the general public um, have an awareness of. Yeah, it's I mean, it's changing all the time. I would not deny that it is full on here every single day. The changes in the government guidance and the just the moving conditions of the pandemic are constantly having to keep us on our toes and deliver new things against the demands of both keeping up with government regulation, but also keeping up with consumers' needs. So the, the important thing here is that we are, you know, the, the phrase that I've used in our advertising campaign is that we're unlocking people's worlds. And we really are, because 
with safe bubbles for some of our TV production companies. You know, some of those hot and sizzling scenes that you might have seen whilst you've been doing Netflix working from home. And, you know, they're only made possible because we have worked in TV production for, uh, you know, 18 months, two years now, making sure that people are safe to work and keep that content coming. You know, imagine the world where you were locked up and we didn't have, you know, those TV programs to watch. As we know, all the decorating has already been done. You do want some downtime and there is this indulgence. So doing that and bringing back elite sport and keeping sport bubbles going so they can be there to both entertain and get people back enjoying the things they love have been a core part of the company. But what's important to build a trusted brand where people might not see us doing the filming in TV is making sure that we are the go-to company for travel and holiday testing. So Express Test, which is the consumer-facing brand of signpost diagnostics, has now got 30 sites all over the UK and Scotland and Wales. That's been an enormous challenge to get those open so quickly and also offer all of the testing requirement for people to get on holiday, see people that they love. Right at the heart of trust is fairness and fair pricing, good customer service, you know, a telephone line that somebody will answer, having your results to you on time. I think if people look at travel now, it's something we desperately want to do but it was always something that there was a little bit of anxiety around, you know, do I need a visa? Have I got my currency? Have I remembered my passport? And now you need to not only get tested, but within a certain time and have that test become negative for you. So for us, it's important that we understand the customer's anxiety and we really push through all of that with fabulous service at a decent price and a really slick service for them on the day. Um, and I, I think our colleagues love to do that as well. Yeah, it sounds like you've had to kind of pivot at such pace and kind of work at an unbelievable speed to kind of get the consumer facing brand out there, to get the awareness up and to get that service going and that network going where, you know, consumers feel like it's part of their travel experience as well to get tested, but that it's, it's not onerous and it's not going to put them off actually traveling. One of the things that's also been really challenging is that because everything's brand new and everything changes so quickly, you know, we don't have a steady base of historic data and trends on this. Everything's new every day. So having to work swiftly and with such agility to manage those changes in the background, but still deliver, uh, you know, that slick front end to the customer when government changes happen um, is where the is where the challenge is really, really comes to pass for us. And I wondered whether, you know, the experience that you've had at Debenhams and, and obviously all those years you were at British Airways, obviously in the travel space, how are you feeding that marketing knowledge into the role that you have currently? I think I would hope, I say I think, I hope only my colleagues can speak to this, that I bring some structured thinking, planning and process from having worked in really big businesses. Um, they have sometimes in big businesses been the things that I felt have held things back. It's made everything go slowly. And here where everything moves so fast, sometimes we just need to make sure that we follow good process in order to make sure that things move along at pace, but with focus. So that's good. And we need this whilst we're adapting at pace. We need to work within frameworks. So I think my expertise in bringing frameworks and process that are not specific actually to marketing, but just specific to having worked in big businesses um, are probably good. And <laughs> this is going to sound incredibly cliched, but always thinking of the customer. You know, as I say, COVID is 
that there's, there's a tension in that for a consumer, even for a TV production company or the manager of an elite sports group, you know, what the outcome of the test results is going to bring to them on whether they can continue to work, whether they can go on holiday. You've always got to think of the customer, be they your business customer or somebody who just wants to, you know, go and see a relative that they've not seen for so long. So I do think that having the customer at the heart is something that, you know, I bring and hopefully always, always talk to. It's so interesting what you say there, because it makes me think how emotional it is what you're doing. Those decisions, those those results are so emotionally charged for people. Just thinking about that, you know, how you kind of think about that emotion in terms of the strategy and, 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 and you know, what the plan is for 2021, 22. Well, nobody knows quite what's around the corner with COVID. That's one of the challenges that we deal with every day. So not quite sure what 21, the rest of it and 22 will bring. But, you know, the job for me is to continue to build Signpost into a trusted consumer facing brand, uh, but also to make this a great place to work for everybody. It really is. And I think that if you work in a great place and you enjoy what you do, then you bring that joy out to the customers that you serve as well. So everything changes, but I've got absolutely no doubt that we can create more opportunities to empower people to live healthier lives and get back to the things they love. Perfect example of that would be the Great Run series. So the Great North Run is coming up it's back for the first time in a couple of years and we're the headline sponsor of that and for us it's important to make sure that people see express test as something that they can trust is part of their life in getting back to doing what they love be it a big event or going on holiday and that they turn to us to get tested be safe keep their families safe but ultimately live their best lives because i think everybody wants to do that now everybody has to take responsibility for ensuring that they don't spread the virus any further. But at the same time, we're also desperate to get back to some form of normality and testing sits at the heart of that. And that's what Express Test can bring to people. I think it's amazing to hear that. And is that the first sponsorship that the Express Test has done? It is, yes. So we've had a couple of campaigns. Earlier in the year, we had a campaign about business um, and about safe workplaces. So we ran a, t- a campaign about rooms, not Zooms, and team, not teams. And that was about ensuring that people knew how to run safe bubbles, be tested and be safe if they needed or wanted to be back in the workplace. And then the campaign that will be out and about at the moment is Unlock Your World with Express Test. And that's really at the heart of what we want to do is unlock people's worlds so they can get back to everything they love and one of the things that people love is being out and being at big events but also having people there to support them on the sidelines so yes we decided that the great run series was a fabulous partnership for us to um, be in and we spoke to the team there and they were thrilled to have us on board and you'll see us as the headline sponsor all across the uk in the runs that they're doing this year that's really exciting. Kind of going from from what you're doing now to sort of reflecting on and what's been a really, really challenging 18 months for everybody. But for yourself as a leader, you know, what have you kind of learned about yourself? You know, the skills that maybe you had that you didn't know you needed, that you've tapped into even more or the things that you've sort of had to dial up or, or learn new skills. Like what have you sort of found about yourself as a leader? I think the dial up bit, and I take this from actually the first time we locked down and we were all started to work from home, is the communication you know, dial up that communication, keeping people in the loop. You know, we had we had weekly calls, uh, twice weekly calls at the beginning, and we had people, a lot of the team on furlough, but we had team office and team furlough. And that was about making sure that they all felt part um, 
of the survival of the company during the first lockdown and nobody knew what was going to happen. And everybody who was on furlough still felt part of that effort and still felt part of a team. They just had a different job to do. And that different job was to actually be on furlough, which is really, really hard to get your head around. But keeping those guys up to speed with what we were doing to keep everything going in the background and that they were part of it was something that was, for me, absolutely critical to the team um, at Debenhams. Then here, it's entirely different because we are an office-based working culture. You know, we get tested here three times a week with PCR testing and we work safely in an office together. But that communication and keeping everybody up to speed is still absolutely critical. But it's because of the pace of change and the things that need to change to keep us going and keep us moving along with either both the government changes or the consumer needs or the just kind of extraordinary growth of the company. I would say I have never witnessed such discretionary effort or support for others than I have in the last two years. People are extraordinary. Often when the chips are down and things get tough, environments can become quite toxic. I've experienced that myself in the past. And in the last two years, I've experienced the exact opposite. That that has been led by the people at the top of the businesses that I work in and the collegiate communicative culture that they drive. But also, you know, when people say they have a purpose and they have values, just just making sure that they demonstrate them every day and they're not just a poster that sits on the wall. I think that that really sits at the heart of what has made the last two years for me incredibly fulfilling um, as a marketeer, because I think that we believe in this and we talk about it a lot, but actually putting it into action yeah, it just makes me very happy. It's amazing to hear, um, yeah, just kind of how you've reacted to it and, and the businesses that you've been in. So, Abby, thanks so much for chatting. I hope you enjoyed this latest edition of Marketing Week's This Much I Learn podcast and check out the next episode coming soon on Apple Podcasts, Spotify and SoundCloud. That just leaves me to thank Abby and you for listening. Thanks. <laughs>